It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. So this is kind of a twofer this morning. I have not one chef, but two joining me this morning on Amy's Table. And when when I tell you what we're going to talk about, I think you're going to be surprised. We're talking about Kroger has a restaurant called Kitchen 1883. And executive chef Chris, Chris Bushelman and chef Paul Sturkey are joining me today to talk about this whole new way to look at Kroger. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. So what is really nice is I did get a chance to come and join you for lunch there. And Chris, it was so good. I'm still dreaming about those (laughs) Brussels sprouts, collie sprouts. Yep. Oh, my God. The menu is fantastic. Tell me a little bit about how this all came to pass. Many people don't think of Kroger and restaurants in one breath. Well, um, some time ago, Kroger wanted to get into the uh, restaurant business or hospitality business, and uh, and they ended up hiring uh, some people in, like Chef Paul Sturkey and, my, and myself, to help develop um, a hospitality concept for the for Kroger, and um, and so they wanted to make sure that it was something that could appeal to everybody. So they went with an American comfort concept. And I think, as you saw, that we we try to be the exception <laughs> to American comfort. It was exceptional. So. I will I will say that it was exceptional. Well, it's funny because you know I know that there are bistros inside the Krogers, and so when I drove out to Union, Kentucky, I was like, so I'm thinking that's what it's going to be with maybe a cooler menu. But it's actually a separate restaurant, and the people that I saw coming in didn't look like they were. Shop, grocery shopping or waiting for a deli order to be filled. I mean, it looked like they were there to eat. That's right. <laughs> you know, we wanted when they walked within our four walls that they were treated with the restaurant hospitality, not just the Kroger side of things. Yeah. You know, we're very proud of where we come from, but we wanted to build something that was exceptional and and a different view of what they're normally people normally see when they're at Kroger. Right. So. Well, I think you did just that. Well, it's so funny because, you know, when you go out to lunch, generally you get a little light something, but I nobody's going to feel sorry for me. Had a rapid fire tasting <laughs> of almost everything on the menu, and it was so good, beautifully presented. The server, Paul, I think mm-hmm. you had something to do with helping those servers know their stories, and yeah. the server was like <laughs> able to tell me about the dish and her personal experience with it, and she was really good and yeah. Well, you know, Amy, the whole thing is about hospitality and, and restaurants today, and and people, you know, they're they're spend so much time on their on electronic devices that when you you know go out, you really want to feel special. And we yeah. do a lot of training, um, a lot of educating about the menu and and what it is that they're serving and where it comes from. And Chris can speak to local, and you know, we're trying to do as much of that as possible. But it's that whole service hospitality thing, and that's why Kroger even called that the hospitality division of Kroger. So right. We wanted to really take it to another level and make people feel really good when they come. Well, in. Well, you did. I mean, it was really good, and the food was really good. And it's things that I, I, I mean, I've thought about those cauli sprouts mm-hmm. literally since <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah. And I mean, the little trio of desserts that were so adorable, <laughs> which was great. But then cocktails too, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really interesting. And and. And a little backstory here. So um, I was offered not only a gin and cucumber cocktail, but an old fashioned at lunch. You guys know me well, right? But um, <laughs> it's always fun to have lunch with Amy. <laughs> I just had little teeny tiny sips. But I, I thought about the garnishes of those cocktails too. And the old fashioned had the beautiful skewer of Luxardo cherries, which those of you who don't know about Luxardo cherries, they're the real deal. Make a, mm-hmm. they're not the the red dye number two cherries of your parents' cocktails. <laughs> But the funny thing was, 
a friend of mine was sitting in the restaurant, and he literally came for lunch, and that was the master distilling consultant for not only New Riff, but Boone County, Mm -hmm. whose signature was on the back of one of the fine bourbons in your bar, (laughs) and he came and autographed the bottle for you guys. But I mean, that was a very special surprise and very nice to have him here. So, but that was a bar. Let me tell you, that's a nice bar. Yeah, we have we have a nice nice big bar, and we and we uh, spend a lot of time there as well with um, uh, the you know the managers, um, really creating good craft cocktails that are that are very drinkable. Sometimes a craft cocktail can be too sweet, or maybe too much of an additional ingredient that's a turnoff. So we do we do a lot of that tasting. Um, that's kind of the fun part of the job. A lot of the tasting. Yeah. <laughs> in order again, to no one's feeling sorry for any of us. Right, okay. right. You know, just just in just in in order to really get it right and all. Also, really pay homage to the um, you know the bourbon heritage of, of Kentucky, but you know we really cover all areas. You know we have the great smoke gin. And, yes, yeah. Of course, so of course. Um, you know, so there's just a lot of ways that we are trying to just be just that much better and that much different, but not lose the audience of which we are over there in Union, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think a really good example of that uh, better and different is the gyro that you served that was delicious and it wasn't and i love a traditional euro but my memory is it was sliced lamb it wasn't Mm -hmm. ground lamb formed and sliced like a traditional i mean it was good and then instead of the tzatziki sauce you had a little bit of the benedictine sauce as a nod to kentucky which is just very smart and very good and it was it was really a delightful experience so you're open for tell everybody a little bit about your hours and oh we're open uh sunday through saturday um on the weekend uh, well, that's from uh, 11 o'clock till uh, 10 o'clock at night on Monday through Friday. On Saturday and su- Friday and Saturday night, we're open till 11 o'clock. Uh, we also have brunch on Saturday and Sunday, which starts at 10 o'clock to yeah, 2 o'clock. Yeah, this brunch menu sounds really, yeah. really good. I'm looking at it right now and nice cocktails with brunch, too. And it's very popular. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm sure. So people are finding out about you more and mm-hmm. more and more, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah, that's really great. And I love your daily specials. Sunday, you can get a Sunday supper of buttermilk fried chicken. That's a bit of all right. <laughs> Mondays, kids eat free, helping mm-hmm. the parents get out. I mean, all of this is good. And uh, whiskey night on Wednesdays. That's right. Yeah. Whiskey and yeah. steak. Talk about the steaks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we do. We, it, it's a great value. You know, you get a whole a full steak steak dinner for twenty five dollars, and then we have flights of bourbons and whiskeys that you can taste. And um, we just had some beautiful new um, flight carriers just made, and they actually were made from bourbon barrels. And oh, very cool. Yeah, they're really they're really you know great, and just to kind of educate people, right? But mm-hmm. also have them just enjoy themselves and mid midweek little break and come on over and have a fantastic steak. And Chris can talk to. Um, you know, the different ways that he's been preparing some of the, some of the steaks. So, so yeah, we're actually, uh, smoking and grilling and we're just having a really good time getting different cuts of meats in, you know, we're doing ribeyes, flat irons, uh, New York strips. So, you know, every week's going to be a little bit different. And so people are obviously thinking, so they must shop for the food at Kroger. (laughs) It's not quite how it goes, is it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a restaurant. That's right. We use our own purveyorship, you know, once again, staying within our four walls and creating our own environment. So, um, you know, uh, we've actually gone over and maybe bought a tomato because we ran a little short. Right. But actually, but for how the... convenient is that? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> nice. When we do classes at New Riff, we run to Kroger too for tomatoes <laughs> and lemons. And... <laughs> that's awesome. So, of course, you've been a chef in the area, and talk a little bit about your background that led you to this. Um, well, as of uh, about seven months ago, I was at Incline Public House for the last three years, um, which is a great place, and I uh, had a really great time working there. And before that, 
I had uh, traveled um, as a corporate chef and uh, uh, was based out of La Crosse, Wisconsin and Chicago, Illinois. So, And then when I ha- had an opportunity to come back home and uh, plant my feet again, um, I took advantage of it with Incline. And then uh, about seven, eight months ago, mm-hmm. uh, I learned about this opportunity with Kroger and I was like, you know, put me in coach and, yeah. and there we were. <laughs> and it had to be great not only to work with Kroger, but to work with Paul, who's, you know, quite the who's who in the food world in this town. And, and, uh, I think that's going to be a real good opportunity as well. <laughs> it is. We got a great collaborative team and mm-hmm. Paul's with, and I work really closely together. On yeah. it, so. so there's more coming, aren't there? There is. Yeah, yeah. So um, we have just recently announced that we are going to open uh, a second uh, kitchen, 1883. It's going to be in uh, the shops of Anderson and Anderson Township there at Beachmont and Wolf Wolfangle Road. So we're very excited, and um, it'll be a f- our first freestanding Kitchen 1883. So, so really driving this point home yes. that this is a this restaurant. Is a restaurant. So yeah. Yeah, we want everyone to think about it as a restaurant. And we talked about the hospitality piece. Yeah. And, and Kroger just happens to be the owner over here. There's sure. a lot of businesses like that. Sure. But, you know, of course, Kroger's been in the food business since 1883, where the name comes from. And, um, you know, we just wanted to have another piece of that pie and to be able to say, you know, we, we have this ability to do this and, and we know where the market is going as well. And uh, we're just really excited to, um, to have the opportunity to, to, to touch, touch our friends out in the Anderson area. Yeah. So, yeah. so Ohio and Kentucky. Yes. First, Hope- Ohio, first Kentucky, then Ohio, next the world. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> we're hopefully be open by the end of the year, by the way, for those that oh, live in the Anderson great. area out in that, in that area. So we're, we're really excited about it. We'll have live entertainment and, and, uh, nice, nice size patio out at that at that location. Oh, so. that's great! That's yeah. great. Well, I've got to tell you, I enjoyed every bite I took, and I took more. In the beginning, Paul said to me, "Now, don't eat everything because they're going to be bringing you a lot of taste." <laughs> and of course, I was like, mm, "That was a buzzkill because I could have mowed through just about everything." But uh, it was all really delicious, and uh, I loved the the little flourish of the local nods. Were just a beautiful mm. thing, and. The, the nice spin on traditional foods that we know and love with maybe they were a little elevated. I'll use that word. And it was, it was really great. Yeah. We definitely back to wanting to be the exception, you know, and you talked about, you know, the rapid fire um, food coming at you, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, you know, we wanted to give you a personal experience and we, we treat every guest that way. You know, we might not throw the food at them like we did you, <laughs> but um, when they leave there, they know that, um, they worked hard for their money and they spent it well. So yeah. Oh, that's a nice. That's a yeah. nice thought. I appreciate it. So where can everybody find you? That we're going to go to the kitchen 1883. The website address. The website is uh, uh, kitchen 1883.com, and then we are at nine zero zero three U.S. Highway forty two, and our phone number um, is eight five nine three three four nine four five zero. Fantastic. And of course, I'll put a link on WKRQ.com. You can just click Amy's table and we'll have all that info there and some photos of the food. There you go. And Thank uh, you. Yeah, it yeah. was really great. And thanks so much, you guys, for joining me today on Amy's table. Good luck with this one and the next and can't wait to hear where it all goes. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com. 